Hello and welcome to Destination Freedom. I am your host, Monica Burgett, and on this podcast, we talk about wellness in the areas of your mindset, gut health, and finances. While these three things don't seem like they fit, they are all connected. And in this podcast, we introduce realistic and actionable strategies, but we also use a little bit of manifestation to craft a life that you've always dreamed of. I'm so excited you're here. Please come with an open mind and welcome to today's show. Oh my gosh, I can't even describe to you all the emotions that come with sitting down at the microphone again. I always kind of knew that I would be back with you guys. I just didn't really try to think too far in the future or when it was going to be or put too much pressure on it. In fact, I have been wanting to come back probably for about six months now. I just told myself it wasn't going to be one of those things that I put a whole lot of pressure on. I absolutely love coming behind the mic and talking to you guys, but I have really taken my time just putting everything back together. And I thought about doing an episode kind of like a reintroduction, talking about me, talking about my history, but all of my old episodes are up. There are plenty of good stuff in there. If you want to go back and listen, you can also visit my website, www.monicaburgett.com. That's also in the show notes to kind of read a little bit about me. If you are new here, if you've never heard about me, you can also follow me on Instagram at, at monica.burgett. So I'm going to kind of skip all of the reintroduction and dive right into my, I don't want to say rebranding because it is so similar to everything that I've talked about and visited before. I just pretty much have a crystal clear vision now. Not that I did it before, but um, just reiterating on my hiatus that I took, um, how much I missed the financial coaching and the mindset aspect of it, and then also including gut health. So you'll kind of see a new little bio or introduction of the podcast, if you will, or a subtitle or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, And so I really just have kind of combined all of my passions that I've really worked on in the last decade, really, um, and brought it all together. And I hesitated on it being such a broad spectrum of things, but I realized I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. There's a reason that all of these things are intertwined. There's a reason that they all work together. There's a reason that I have been focusing on these three. Um, These are my passions and I just don't care. I don't care. This is what works for me. This is what I love to talk about. This is what I love to teach on. And someone out there needs to hear it just as much as I do because when I talk about these things, I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm obviously talking to myself too. It's a journey, right, with everything else in life. So yeah, that this is what I'm focusing on. The magic trio, mindset, finances, and gut health. That is why I'm here. That is what I want to talk about. And I'm going to tell you why they are so um, connected. Okay, so how are all these things so intertwined? I do not find it a coincidence that these three aspects of our lives, mindset, finances, and gut health, 
are kind of our ideas of these three things in the United States, especially. I know that there are a lot of you that are listening all over, but in the United States, especially, are so skewed. Okay. I don't think it's a coincidence. Um, I don't even know if a lot of us even focus on mindset. If you're listening to this, you're probably in the top percentage, very few people who do. But for the most part, us as Americans are like living in this rat race, head in our phones, head glued to the TV, um, not even like remembering that our mindset is really the destiny of our entire life, right? But with like everything else in life, it takes practice, it takes intentionality, it takes all those things. Um, <laughs> finances, you, I'm going to go more into depth on this, but a lot of this comes from my personal experience, but in the United States, it is so common to be broke, to be in debt, to be living paycheck to paycheck, to be buying things that we can't afford. Okay, so again, another totally skewed topic and ah, gut health. I mean, just health in general, nutrition in general. Obviously, just a disclaimer, when I talk about gut health, I mean overall wellness, fixing our bodies from the inside out. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I just know that we severely take our health for granted in this country. Um, and by all markers and indicators, our health is declining in the United States and it continues to do so. Um, again, such a skewed perception on health and wellness in this country. We don't take it seriously. And I mean, don't even get our, me started about nutrition and the food pyramid that our government has shoved down our throats for so long. It's all baloney, right? And so these three things not only are so important, but I feel like when you talk about them, they're so taboo and not a lot of people want to address them anymore. And that's really what I'm here to do. And I know that a lot of people don't think that they can all be intertwined, but they really are because these are the cornerstones of a healthy and happy life. And some of you are going to be like, well, wait, how does finances play into that? You guys, finances are the number one stressor of Americans. Okay. If you are stressed out and in debt it, that's going to affect your relationships. It's going to affect your mental health, your physical health, your family health, everything. Okay, so it's more intertwined than you think. So I'm going to start with finances and breaking that down. A lot of this really does come from experiences. I'm self-employed. Um, I'm a single mom with inconsistent income, right? Like when you're self-employed, sure, I have finally, finally, just in the last probably four years have gotten to a place where I can have a consistent salary, right? Before that, it was like, am I going to be able to pay my mortgage this month? Am I not? And so I really, truly had to learn how to sit down and budget because one month I'd be doing really well and the next month I might not be able to pay myself hardly at all. Um, so I had to get really, really smart and really, really quickly. Um, and I truly will always talk about this when I talk about finances, but it is never about how much you make, but what you do with it. And the reason that finances are so important to me is because it was such a huge aspect of my life as a single mom for so long. It took so much space and physical and mental energy in my mind to think about and worry about. And I realized through not only my experiences, but also in network marketing, my side gig, so to speak, that I wanted other people to realize that it didn't have to be this hard. It didn't have to be this bad. 
I was able to find a way to give myself wiggle room and eventually financial freedom. And I have such a passion to be able to help other people do that. And I want other people to see that it's better than the way that most Americans are living. The norm, in debt, stressed out, living paycheck to paycheck, wondering how they're ever going to get ahead, feeling like it, they're never going to be above this certain magical line. It doesn't have to be like that. And I am so insistent that if I can do it from all the crap that I have been through financially, that anybody else should be able to do it. Anybody else, truly anybody else, okay? More than half of Americans can't cover a $400 emergency. Why are we okay with that being the norm? Why are we okay that the average household has tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt? Why are we okay that college costs this much and people our age, my age, millennials, have tens of thousands of dollars in student loans that they're never going to be able to pay off and thinking that someone's going to swoop in and save them like the government. None of that should be the norm. None of it. Okay, I had the tens of thousands of dollars in debt that I paid, the student loan debt that I paid off. I had over $100,000 in the last 10 years of attorney fees from custody battles that I have had to somehow pay off. Okay, so again, if I can do it, anybody can do it. It's, and again, it, I don't make as much money as you think I do. Okay, it's never a matter of how much money you make. It's a matter of what you do with it. And on top of this, you guys, let's just think about this. Like when in our schools have we ever been taught as Americans to do well with our finances, to handle them the right way, right? Like sure, some school districts might throw in a personal finance class every now and then, but it's really not taught. And I am obviously of the belief that that is up to parents, like that we need to take financial personal responsibility, not only for ourselves, but to teach our children the right way. But there really is a lack of financial education in this country. And it's one of those things that you need to go seek out for yourself because you're you're not being taught the right way, right? We're um, taught borrowing. We're taught massive debt. We're taught, taught, oh, just borrow this and you can pay it back later. We're taught spending, 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 and not ever nowadays thinking of the long game and the consequences and how are you going to deal with this later? So that's another reason I'm super passionate about teaching people this because I don't think, number one, that it's taught hardly at all, but when it is, it's not taught in the way that it should be. Um, so that is the reason I am so passionate about finances. Next up on the agenda is mindset. So not only throughout business, but financial coaching especially, when I used to do this, I truly learned that a lot of people's mindset just flat out sucks. They had no knowledge or belief in manifestation, let alone how to apply it. I realized that a lot of people were looking for a quick fix. And again, not that personal responsibility that I was talking about. Uh, I realized that there was not a lot of people that were open and eager to changing not only their behaviors, but their beliefs. So many people are so complacent and just like, well, this is just how it's going to be. Society has screwed me. The government has screwed me. My family has screwed me. Whatever excuse in the book that you want to make, they 
have to, people have to know and believe that you can do better out there to actually be able to do better. You have to want to grow and to learn. You cannot change. You cannot up-level your life unless you're open to actually doing that. And that doesn't just take this flip that you magically switch in your head. It changes your whole core beliefs surrounding something. And if you've ever been open to a new belief or a new way of doing things or a new system, you know that it's not easy. You have to really dig deep, right? You can't just say, oh, okay, I believe this now. You have to really sit with it and look in the mirror and really change the foundation of how you were taught. And again, I think that there's a truly a lack of that in our society. And sometimes, again, when it's taught, it's not taught the right way. And it's something that you have to seek out. I've also realized that there are, is a common theme. There's the type of people who either already are successful or on their way to being successful want to do better. They're optimistic. They're open to learning more. They realize that they're not always right. They realize that they have growth and work to do. And these type of people, again, didn't get that way overnight. They had to sit with that. They had to be open about it. They had to be open to change. And that's one of the things that I kind of want to put in front of somebody to really consider that your future is up to you. You can change your life, but it does start with a mindset shift as well. And really, truly, I'm kind of looking to teach people and hopefully uh, find my people that really want to buck the norm, right? Like, why do we insist on living or being by society's standards or measurements? Who made the rule book, right? By society's, society's measurements or statistics or whatever you want to call it, I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I'm a single mom. Uh, I... You know, thankfully I went to college, but I'm a single mom. By that statistic, I should be more likely to live in poverty than most people, right? I'm more likely to be in debt, and that's by society standards. Why would you want to put that label on yourself, and why would you want to continue to be living by society's standards? You don't have to. You don't have to if you don't want to. Really, truly, this is your world. You're creating it. So quit putting the weight of societal expectations and other people's expectations on your shoulders. I'm an unwed single mother. I should be X, Y, Z. Well, no, screw that. Screw that. Okay. So next up on the agenda, last but not least, is gut health. You guys, this is, I really truly feel like in these trio of things that you're more than likely going to struggle with one more than the other, right? Um, and they're the law of seasons, right? Everything has a season of your life. You are going to have seasons in your life where you are just killing it in two of these areas and in the other one you are just falling flat on your face, okay? So I know myself and I know myself very well, actually. And I'm just prefacing this by saying that because some of these things you're thinking about, and this is mine, the gut health aspect of it, where you're like, oh, that's my weak spot, right? It's good. It is so good to be able to recognize that because then you can kind of know where you need to put more of your energy, more of your chips, 
right? But again, there's seasons. Sometimes the pendulum swings more one way towards one thing than the other. But gut health is something that I have struggled with. And it's so ironic that I'm making um, my brand, so to speak, be about this because a lot of people that know me personally <laughs> are probably like, oh my gosh, what is she thinking about putting herself out there like that? I'm going to have to hold myself accountable. But that's kind of the whole point also, by the way, you guys, um, because this is where I struggle. I love food. I am such a foodie. I mean, heck, I grew literally grew up on pizza, if you know, you know. Um, but this is my struggle area. But it's also something that I strive every single day to try to be better at. And by the way, your gut health is not tied to a weight on the scale or a number on your pair of pants, okay? So let's just get that real straight. There are a lot of unhealthy people walking around out there that might be the quote ideal size. But remember, we are not talking about societal expectations, okay? There are also a lot of people that claim on the outside or look on the outside to be very healthy that are chronically ill all the time, okay? So when I say that I need to hold myself accountable in this area, it's not because I don't feel like I'm a certain size or I don't feel like my measurements are right all the time. Okay, that has nothing to do with it. It has to do with the fact that I love food. I have always used food as an emotional outlet. I'm an eating disorder survivor, so my food intake is all over the place. But this is a journey, okay? When I talk about this, I'm not an expert. I just know that it's so important. I know that over the years, I've tried to ignore my health. I've tried to ignore my immune system, and it doesn't work. Okay, it does not work. And I'll tell you why. Your gut health is tied to everything. Your skin, your mental health, your immune system, how well you handle stress, the quality of sleep, literally everything. Your gut is your second brain, okay? And I have realized very, very quickly, and I tell my dad this all the time, you can't accomplish much when you're sick when you're tired, when you're not sleeping, when you're depressed, when your brain is foggy, okay? So again, it has nothing to do with the number on the scale or how good you look or whether or not you can fit in those size six Lululemons or jeans or whatever. It has to do with what we are putting in our body, how we are treating ourselves, how the way that we are speaking to our body and really fixing your gut health, right? Um, so when you're working on getting your finances in order or starting another business so you can get out of debt, working on your mindset so you can be a better friend, a better parent, a better spouse, how are you going to do these things? How are you going to help others start a side gig, travel, spend time with loved ones, whatever your future financial goals are when you're sick? When you're lethargic, when you have zero energy and desire to do anything at the end of the day, but go home and crawl in your bed and do nothing. It's, it's near impossible. It is so impossible. So let me put it another way. You know how when people always talk about like, oh, don't watch the news too much. Don't listen to true crime podcasts, another weakness of mine too much because that'll up your anxiety. You know, it'll fill your brain with stuff that you don't need. And, and we feed off that, right? We feed off of who we surround ourselves with, what we're listening to, what we're reading. All, we're absorbing all of that. 
So if that impacts our brains, do you not think that our gut microbiome is not being fed toxicity and out of whack when we're eating chemical-laden foods, when we are just downing ourselves and things like alcohol and nicotine and sugar? Do you not think that that is not feeding your body with toxicity? How are you going to be successful and fulfilled when you are sick and sleep-deprived and not overall feeling or looking your best? You guys, I've tried and I've failed at this for years. I've for years. And it's just not possible. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people going against the grain here. And it'll work for a little while, right? You can be successful and have all these things when you're really sick and depressed and tired and low energy and all of that stuff on the inside. But it will eventually... Just like getting yourself into debt, just like swiping that credit card, just like listening to all the negative news, it will eventually catch up to you in your finances, in your brain, and in your gut health, okay? It'll, ca it'll catch up. It will. There's no way around it. You have to prioritize yourself. You have to prioritize your health. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? Again, you can't be a good parent, a good spouse, a good friend, a good business owner, whatever it is you want to be without taking care of yourself. Fuel your body right, move your body, get some sunshine. These are all such important things. Take care of your gut health, get a good probiotic, all of these things. So important. And once you realize the importance of these things, especially your gut health and fueling your body right and prioritizing sleep, you will gain the mental health, the clarity, the energy, the positive attitude, enough to get out there and go and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish out of life. Okay, again, I think this is something, honestly, that I don't think they want us to hear. They want us to be tired. They want you to be brain dead. They want you sitting behind a screen all day, every day. Okay, when you do that, you are not going out there and reaching your potential, and that is a scary thing to a lot of people. That is the norm. That is complacency. And I don't know about you guys. Again, changing all of these things is hard, and it's, it, it is. It's very fearful. Thinking about crawling out of a hole that you've made yourself Thinking about having to like really sit and look in the mirror and change your attitude. Really thinking about taking responsibility for your health and realize that you haven't been doing the things that you need to do. It's hard and it's scary. But I'll tell you what is more scary to me is looking back at the end of my life and realizing that I didn't reach my potential, that I didn't do the things that I want to do because I didn't have energy to do it because I was too wrapped up. And sitting on my ass, being complacent, and worried about scrolling and what everybody else is doing, and not having the energy to make any changes for myself and my future and my child's future. That is what scares me. That fear keeps me up at night more than having to really get over the uncomfortableness of changing any one of these three things. So, those are my whys. Those are my whys for these three things. And I'm going to end with this. You guys know that I really like to keep these episodes around 15, 20 minutes. If I can help it, probably 30 minutes at the most. 
I'm going to end with this. And when you learn this, everything else kind of gets easier, right? It is the situation that you are in right now might not be your fault, okay? It's not my fault that my baby daddy decided to take me court so many times for, <laughs> for stupid reasons and I had to pay out $100,000 in legal fees in the last 10 years. That's not my fault, okay? It might not be your fault that your health is suffering. You might have some genetic thing, right? It might not be your fault that you're in debt. It Hell, it might not even be your fault that you have a crappy attitude, okay? You might have grown up with trauma. You might have grown up around very negative people. Um, you might live with somebody who is very negative right now. It might not be your fault, but it is not okay to continue living the way that you are living if it is not fulfilling you and bringing you happiness. It might not be your fault, but it is your responsibility to do better. It is your responsibility from here on out. It is your responsibility to take control of your own mind, over your own body, and over your own finances. That might not be fun to hear, but it is your responsibility. From here on out, now that you know this, it, it is only your fault going forward. It is only your fault going forward. If you are not doing everything in your power to change your situation for the better, it is your fault. And I don't mean to say that to be, um, to attack, right? to be controversial, to hurt anybody's feelings. It's just the truth. It really is the truth. And I strongly believe that once people can kind of comprehend that, the better they are moving forward, okay? It might not be your fault that you fell into some predatory student loan debt or that you signed a contract that you didn't really understand or that someone screwed you over out of a business deal and left you high and dry, okay? We can only control what we can control now moving forward. And you will find, hopefully, my goal to teach this, you will find that you have way more control over things than you think that you do, okay? You do have control. You do have the ability to change. You do and can change your mindset, change your finances, and change your health. And I don't know about you, but that is inspiring. That's liberating. It's freeing to know that you have that ability. It's freeing to know that you can do something to change your situation right now. All right, y'all. That's pretty much a wrap for today. I just wanted to explain the new magic trio going forward. I would love to know what you think. There is a private Facebook group that I'm going to link in the show notes, but it's basically called the Freedom Guild. So if you are not a part of that, I would love for you to join us in there. It is basically just a discussion group for this podcast and also for, I haven't talked much about this, but I am relaunching my best-selling course from the past. It's called Financial Prowess and I'm very, very excited about it. It's a financial course to work on your mindset and also the realistic aspect of your finances right now to help you get out of debt. 
um, to help you start living a better financial future. And I'm very proud of this course because it does deal with the realistic aspect. And what I mean by that is like the crunchy numbers, right? <laughs> like the black and white, this is my situation. But it also deals with your mindset. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I do not have a date for that launch yet. Again, it's one of those things that I'm just enjoying this process of putting all this content out, planning it all out, not putting a rush or a date on it by any means. When it's available, you'll be the first to know if you're a part of my newsletter, if you're in this group. But the podcast group is really just a fun way to connect with other people, to talk about the episodes and to talk about financial prowess, which is coming out. So I hope you join us there. Just search the Freedom Guild on Facebook or it's also linked in the show notes. Anyway, I would love to know your thoughts. If, if you guys haven't noticed, if you're an OG to the podcast, all of my ratings and reviews actually disappeared. So if you have rated the podcast before, I would love to have your rating again. If you'd enjoy, if you enjoyed this, please rate it. I would love to hear what you think. Um, and yeah, join us in that group. And I can't wait to be with you guys from here on out. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps me out a ton. And don't forget to check back for new episodes. Have the day you deserve.